Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It is the late show on a Friday. A lot going on in the world. Israel, Hamas, you heard the story. Hostages released. Just a start. Maybe a shred of some positive momentum. Maybe hostilities will cease. Maybe there will be a ceasefire. Hostages will be returned. And innocent people will be able to try to move on with their lives in that part of the world. Of course, Ukraine. A heavy news day on Thursday. Of course, President Biden spoke last night. We talked about that on the program in great detail. Uh, there, there was good news here in Minnesota about the budget surplus. We got into that about uh, how it should be handled uh, quite, quite a bit on that. There, there was a story that I was going to bring up Thursday night, and we really didn't have time with all the other stuff going on. So we moved it to Friday. But it, it still has me a bit riled up. And... It all started with uh, a piece written by one of the great newspaper writers ever to work in the Twin Cities of Minneapolis, St. Paul, Patrick Royce, and just a wonderful talent. Look forward to his work all the time. Uh, Quite a guy. Uh, Television on the sports show, a lot of years on the radio, and... uh, still doing great work in the Star Tribune. And he did a piece, and in the headline, Gophers Baseball gets kicked out of U.S. Bank Stadium, a.k.a. People's Stadium, next season. So I dig in. Because if you remember this fight to get a new home for the Minnesota Vikings, what turned into U.S. Bank Stadium, was that ultimately along the way they had to make deals to get public money. Because the one thing you could say about the Metrodome, maybe it wasn't great for Viking games or Gopher games. They eventually moved back to campus. Uh, It had seen better days. In my opinion, when you were in the seating bowl, the sight lines were excellent for a football game. They were were quite good. You know, the, the, the corridors, the concession stands, the restrooms left a lot to be desired. It, it was a Spartan building for anybody who's been in there. It, it was never 
a great venue to watch the Twins, even though they won the 87 and 91 World Series. But the one thing the Metrodome was, was a wonderful community resource. Uh, local teams, local high schools, colleges could could use it in the late winter, early spring to get tuned up for the season. You'd have rollerbladers in there. Uh, it was it was a great re- venue for high school sports. Uh, the MIEC played games in there. Uh, I believe the Northern Sun played games in there. But but the dome was used a lot by amateur sports. So when the bill came forward. To ultimately get U.S. Bank Stadium built, and, and there's always horse trading and deals and so on and so forth. Uh, the city of Minneapolis had to pony up money. Uh, the state of Minnesota had to get involved. But one of the things the negotiator said is that the building needs to be available for some of the things the Metrodome used to do like baseball in the late winter, early spring, when in these parts you really can't get outside, that there's snow on the ground, the fields are frozen, etc. We all know the story with the weather in these parts. And then, of course, part of that bill was that the Minnesota State High School League would get used to the building, and they use that for soccer and football, prep ball, uh, in the fall. And By the way, the, the state uh, soccer tournament is coming up starting this week, and then uh, they'll move in, boys and girls, to U.S. Bank Stadium, and then ultimately state semifinals and prep bowl. So so they get X amount of days, and they use those in the fall. And that was part of the bill. But so was the baseball deal. And they, they have dugouts, and they have the retractable bleachers. It, it's kind of in a way configured like the Metrodome was where you got kind of the short porch and right, et cetera, and it's been a pretty good configuration. Now, you may remember when the Final Four came here, uh, it wasn't available for baseball games ahead of the Final Four because they had to build those ridiculous grandstands that come all the way out to the floor and so on and so forth. So they, they weren't able to do it because there was a huge project to get the stadium ready for the Final Four, and everybody knew that going in. But that wouldn't be every year. But Patrick's story that dropped in the early morning hours of Thursday laid this out. And, and like I say, it, was, it wasn't a deep dive, but he had some quotes from longtime Gopher baseball coach John Anderson, who basically said, yeah, we got kicked out. They decided they were going to swap out the turf, and they were going to do it in that window that the the management company of the building and and the name of the company is ASM Global and they manage stadiums and venues not only all over the country but I, I believe all over the world. They're based out in LA. They are a big player in the stadium arena management business. And they kind of looked at the counter and said, Well, we we can kick out the Gophers and all these other college teams that use the dome. I mean, it's not that big a deal. We 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 want to get the turf in. We want to get the stadium ready uh, for other events. And and certainly you can't do it during Viking season. I'm I'm not saying you should, but a deal is a deal. And if if part of the bill to get 
hundreds of millions of dollars in public funds to build a new venue, which first and foremost was to make the Wilps happy and keep the Vikings happy and make sure they had the revenue flows they needed to line their pockets and fill their bank accounts. It's easy to set aside the local college baseball team and other teams. And I I sent a couple of emails in the wake of this and reached out to some of my contacts. And I'm not going to name names. But let's say this. They haven't been particularly welcoming or particularly enthused about these local teams using the building. And to take it a step further, I would go out on the limb and say, at some point down the road, big company like ASM running billions and billions of dollars worth of venues all over the country and all over the world, at some point I'll say to the high school league, you know what, I I know we had a deal to have soccer, but but Luke Bryan's coming to town. More, More on Luke later. Um, but but we got a big show that wants to be in there those dates. Now, now, there was an instance, and I believe it was last year, that there was a conflict right around Thanksgiving where they couldn't have prep bowl uh, the, the way they wanted. They had to wait a week to stage prep bowl. Typically, prep bowl is on the Friday and Saturday right after Thanksgiving. But the Vikings had a conflict, and network television said, no, 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 no. We, we we need to get the booth ready for the announcers. We've got to set up 460 cameras uh, for the game, et cetera. Uh, high school league, you've got to take a week off. I think the high school league was gracious about it. But I think this is potentially a trend that I think we should all be more concerned about. And that's this. A deal is a deal is a deal. Now, you can say, well, I'll go for baseball and – MIC baseball and Northern Sun baseball and all of this sort of stuff. What's the big deal? Well, the big deal is those teams that were counting on using that building in February and March of this year, they got to figure something out and take on a lot more expense to go somewhere else, go somewhere warmer to get their games in. Now, nowhere in this article written by Patrick Croisey, Does it say that ASM Global or the Vikings or the people that make the big money out of this publicly funded building? Granted, the Wolves and the NFL kick money into the building. But the public spent hundreds of millions of dollars on this. Where's there a little help for the Gophers and some of these other teams that may need to make another, another trip down south? It's just, sorry, we're putting in a new rug at that time. Why couldn't it wait till April or May? I know it's got to be ready for the Vikings season. So an interesting article that that got me riled up, and I'm still riled up about it. I I really get the sense that they're going back on a big part of this deal. And I think it got a lot of lawmakers on board that this building would be available for functions like that at a reasonable cost. And if ASM out in L.A. says, well, college baseball, why do we care? We're going to throw them out and we're going to put the rug in when it's convenient for us because we want to bring in other events that put money in our pocket. 
And I think that stinks. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think I am. And you're always welcome to join the program on the City's One Plumbing Talk and text line 651-461-9226. 651-461-9226. Steve Thompson in for Henry Lake tonight. Chris Tubbs is our producer. Uh, Chris, the, the, the piece by Patrick got me riled up, and um, I, I, I'm just convinced that this is just the beginning, that uh, the smaller tenants, tenants like Golden Gopher Baseball and some of the other small college baseball teams that use the building, and I just get the sense down the road they're going to start pushing around the Minnesota State High School League as well. Now, I have no proof, but I, 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 just, I just think this is a bully move. It, it absolutely. This is 100% nonsensical, phony baloney garbage that the Gophers and all of these other teams that rely on it are now being told, well, yeah, remember all that stuff that we told you you could do? Well, yeah, we got to get a turf in for a football team that doesn't play for another you know, six or seven months. But we still have to do it right now. There has to be a time, Steve, outside of where, you know, because these things are set up in advance by these teams. They set up their schedules. And you're right. It's not just the Gophers. It's the MIAC. It's the Northern Sun. It's high schools. It's teams from other parts of the country as well that come and play. Because I remember doing games for the University of Minnesota baseball team. So I'm, I feel like I've got a personal stake in this because that is a, that's a program that's very near and dear to my heart after having worked with them. Yeah, uh, I, I just it, it, it's just one of those circumstances where it's like, you know, Patrick did the article. It gets a lot of attention, and, and rightfully so. But I, I, I think there, there needs to be a deeper dive on this. And, and I think the legislature, and, and I, I, I'm 100% serious here, needs to dig into this and say, oh, wait, wait a minute. Because John Anderson has a quote in Roy Issey's article that that said, um, we didn't have an actual signed contract. We relied on the statute or, or the, the bill that got funding to build the People's Stadium. We understood when the Final Four was here in 2019, we had to move aside. In this case, it's just ASM deciding that baseball came at a low revenue time of the year, so they threw us out. That's John Anderson quoted in Royce's article. And and that stinks, and, and I think because it's a public facility that you, me, all taxpayers, especially those who play electronic pull tabs, kicked in a lot of money. To build that building, and, and if, the, if, the, if yeah, if if this was if this was in there too, and they're like, hey, you can use this, then you should be able, you know, these teams set up their schedules in a way that they are reliant on this building being available for them. I, you know, and I guess that's that's my issue. You know, like, and, and once again, John even said, hey, the Final Four is coming to town. We're going to move aside. We get it. They knew in advance the the Final Four uh, was booked well in advance and and they knew about it but in this case just kind of like hey you know sorry uh you're out we got someone on the line all right steve uh you're on the 
Cities One Plumbing Talk and Text Line. Steve, you're on the air. Hello? Steve? All right, quick break. We'll come back. By the way, if you want to weigh in, Cities One Plumbing Talk and Text Line. But but I think someone in the legislature, Senator, Representative, I don't care, should take a look at this and, and find out. Does ASM have the ability to say, no, sorry, um, even though the, these teams, it, it was, the, there was a promise that the building would be available to play baseball in those weather months of February and March. Well, now it's not. We're, we're putting in a new rug. It's more convenient for us to do it then. 621, The Link Show, here on News Talk, E3OWCCO. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. College baseball out of U.S. Bank Stadium in February and March of 2024. Gophers and others look elsewhere to get games in. Now they're putting in new turf. ASM is the management. It is very typical. The, the Wilfs wouldn't manage the building. Uh, generally, public entities don't. They, they bring in pro management. ASM's a biggie running stadiums and arenas all over the country. But, you know, kind of a bad deal considering it was part of the deal to get public funding that the high school league would get their dates and and they have their dates in the fall for soccer and football and then you had the building available for baseball and configured for baseball it was set up that way money was spent to uh have it set up for baseball and let's go to the phones. City's one plumbing talk and text line. Steve is back. Steve's on the line. Hello. Yeah, hi. Uh, good to talk to another Steve, too. Um, <laughs> I agree with you in general with just the way that, that this has happened. I think it's kind of crummy to not find any better compromise solution. 
with someone who's been a tenant of the Dome and, and U.S. Bank for a while. One thing I do want to challenge you on a little bit, though, you know, the, the commentary a little bit about, you know, the ASM wanting to bring in big acts and, and things like that in place of or, or kind of pushing out, say, the high school league. The other lens I'd look at it through is that, you know, downtown Minneapolis needs people coming to it as often as possible. So I guess the, the question I would pose to you is what's the greater public good? Is it having the high school league games as scheduled? Or is it bringing in a, an event that could bring 60,000, 70,000 people to downtown? Um, yeah. Thanks, I'll hang up and listen. Yeah, I, I think that is a good point, Steve, and really money always talks. But once again, I go back to the original deal. High school league gets their dates. And as long as they work around those dates, soccer is in there, boys and girls soccer, and then uh, state football is semifinals and prep bowl is in the building. So they, they get their dates, and that's part of the deal. But just like that deal, these baseball teams had that deal, that it would be available for the Gophers and other colleges and high schools, if they so choose, to go in there and use the building. You know, once upon a time in the Dome, once they had it up and rolling, you know, they, they had games in there all the time. And I think when you look at 365 days in a calendar, sure you want the big events. You want Final Fours. You you, you want uh, the major concert acts coming through. I saw you two uh, at U.S. Bank Stadium. I'm glad I was really close. Yeah, and, and, could, and to, yeah, I, you know, I could reach out and touch uh, the edge almost. I was so close. But the, the point being is, sure, you want the big acts, but you also have to make room for those events that are part of the deal that got the building built. Yeah, and, and to Period. me, yeah, th- this is more, uh, I'm looking at it, Steve, as more of a maintenance thing with the turf than it is there being, a you know, a, a Taylor Swift or Lady Gaga or Luke Bryant or you know, whoever might be coming in. To me, this is this is a maintenance, like, hey, we have to replace the turf. It's, it's not like it's time sensitive. You know what I mean? It's not like the Vikings are going to be playing the next week. It's... It, it's it just seems like the timing, there could have been a little bit more of a compromise or a little bit more of a middle ground. So, yes, you can replace the turf, but at the same time, you still allow the teams that are relying on this facility that you allow them to still get theirs in. And, and I mean, I, you know, concerts, I totally get that. Like these acts are touring at a certain part of the year, you know, and, and you, you have to work within their schedules. And you know, but, but that, this, this is every- just maintenance. That, that's every building in the country, though. The XL Energy Center, they schedule around the, around the wild and potential playoff dates. Usually, it, you know, they don't need to go beyond the first round. <clears throat> um, and, and same with the Timberwolves at Target Center. They don't have to worry about anything beyond the first round. But those buildings are already scheduling around, you know, main tenants. U.S. Bank Stadium schedules around a Viking schedule. They, they better damn well be scheduling around the high school league. And they should be scheduling around this window, this short window, when the building is needed to help these baseball teams. Now you're saying, well, it's just college baseball and, you know, so on and so forth, and they can go down south. But I, I get back to the simple concept. This was part of the deal. The deal that got the building built and got the legislature on board that it would be available. And now you got ASM Global out in L.A., probably in one of those big buildings in downtown L.A., uh, Century City, something like that. 
you know, these, these guys can play somewhere else. We got a rug to put in. Uh, we got to run 630 here at News Talk, E3OWCCO. A lot coming up. Uh, can the Gophers beat Iowa? We'll get into that uh, a little bit later on. Uh, a local music critic mixed it up with, yes, Luke Bryan, who was recently here in concert. Ross Rayla from the Pioneer Press will join following the news and weather at 7. That should be fun. Here on the Lake Show, News Talk, E3OWCCO. Texas leading Houston 4-2 in Game 5. That series tied at two American League Championship Series. Later on, Phillies Diamondbacks from Phoenix. Roof closed. Still like 100 degrees out there. Uh, Phillies lead that series 2-1. to one. Uh, The Diamondbacks walked them off last night, so you're up to date on what's going on in MLB. A uh, big football weekend. The Gophers back at it. They take on Iowa. And th- th- this has been P.J. Flex Achilles' heel. He's found a way to beat the Badgers. Um, that's been good. But his track record against the Hawkeyes, not good. And, Chris, the thing that stands out to me uh-huh. about this football game, and, and once again, I'll throw it out there, uh, I do not recommend gambling on sports. You're, you're free to do what you want to do. But but in my experience, uh, it is fraught with peril. And the over-under in this game, last I saw, was 30 and a half. 30 and a half for a college football game is ridiculous. Ridiculously low. There'll be a ton of games tomorrow in the 50s on the board. Most NFL games settle in the 40s. This game barely in the 30s. 30 and a half, the over-under. That's insane. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the proper term in the gambling world is greasy. This is oh. a greasy game. <laughs> That's what my degenerate gambling friends tell me. Yeah, so I, this, I don't this know. Is, this is ugly. Like... I mean, Iowa, I feel like it's the first team to 10 points is going to win this game. It it really is. And I, I think when Dave was on with J.D. Uh, before we got started at 6, I, I think there was a, a really good point made. One of the big criticisms of P.J. Fleck is, is the tendency to play not to lose, um play it really conservative look at that game in evanston against northwestern earlier this year which was just a disgusting defeat Mm -hmm. they had they had no business losing that game absolutely none and they did uh let it get away to to a bad wildcats team and it is that tendency to just get conservative get get vanilla go into a shell the the old prevent defense, all of that sort of thing. What's what's the what's the term on the prevent defense? The only thing it does, it prevents you from winning. Yeah, and then you've got an Iowa team that that's already challenged to score points, and they've got They're, like everybody's everybody's nicked up. I mean, Chuck Long could be coming back to play quarterback for him the way that they're at right now. <laughs> I love that. You know, um, so seventeen uh, fourteen would go over to give you an idea. Seventeen fourteen is the over. <laughs> that is so gross. That, just... at, at this moment, seventeen thirteen <laughs> is the under in this game. Oh god! I, I, I mean, you think about it though. 
like that's like he's a, that, that's that's where we're at in, in 2023. We're talking about a college football game with the ranked team, by the way, in, in Iowa. That I mean, all joking aside, like you look at everything that they do offensively, like they're they just lost their starting tight end, their quarterback is out. They've got so many injuries on the offensive side of the ball. You know, they want to muck it up. The Gophers apparently are allergic to throwing the football. So what what are we looking for tomorrow? Like I, I you don't want to you don't want to muck it up with the Hawkeyes because that's the type of game that they want to play. But I feel like kind of to go to your point, Steve, you know, to play in that slow kind of conservative, let's take it easy. I feel like that's PJ Flex wheelhouse right now, and I guess that's got to be kind of frustrating for Gopher fans. Yeah, and and maybe it's one of those you know hang around, maybe bring Floyd home, but. I'm just not particularly optimistic. It, it, it's one of those things. Um, you know, Twins-Yankees postseason, Gophers-Hawkeyes football, it, it just, there's not a good feeling about this. And this isn't a great Iowa team. You look at their resume. They beat Utah State. They they beat Iowa State in the annual rivalry game. Beat Western Michigan, blew them out 41-10. to Got thumped by Penn State 31-0. Michigan State a win twenty six sixteen, but the Spartans they have all sorts of problems. Beat Purdue twenty to fourteen, and then one in Madison beating the Badgers fifteen to six in in that game. So I I, I tend you really can't go against the odds makers. Very very low scoring game. Maybe the Gophers find a way at the end of this to to yeah. pull it out and I don't know the PJ a win the the Gophers though. A couple of times when they had a chance with better teams, mind you, yes. to to earn a uh, earn a berth in the Big Ten championship game, I go back to 2019, especially when you should beat Iowa. When you are, you know, we were looking at them, you know, potentially, you know, remember every Thursday we're like, oh man, college football playoff, okay, you know, where the Gophers are right on the edge, you know, you, you know, Tanner Morgan and Tyler Johnson, Rashad Bateman, like you had a ton of NFL talent. On that team, not saying Tanner Morgan, but he knew how to drive that offense. And you go down there, and you get beat twenty three to nineteen. And then two years later, you lose by five in what apparently is a shootout. According to you know, compared to what we're you know potentially going to see based on the odds makers, I mean that was a a five point loss. So you lost the last two games by one possession, but you had better teams. And you were actually playing for something more than what they're playing for now. Yeah. And the, the one thing I will say about Iowa, and it, it's not easy for me to, you know, say something nice about Iowa. Just remember, was, Mark, Mark, Mark Fry will come back at you if you don't say anything yeah, nice about the, I, you know, the fighting I, Mark Fries. I, I, I guess I'll have to deal with Mark uh, separately on that. You just, I, and, you just, and Mark, you just Mark's side. a great guy. You just, you just side. Does that make you... My 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 <laughs> Iowa City's a cool town. It is. It's way way back in the day, and I'll tell this story quickly. Um we, we had a weird arrangement. I was doing Golden Go for men's hoops road games. Dave Lee was doing the home games because our general manager at the time didn't want Dave traveling to road games. He'd miss the morning show. So we had this weird arrangement for a couple of years. I was doing road games. Dave was doing home games, and then eventually uh, the Wrights went over to Learfield. They hired Mike Grimm, and I was out on the street. And that's 
that's the end of the story. But I did get a chance to do a couple of games in Iowa City. It is a cool town. And and uh, Carver Hawkeyes neat. And I I didn't do any football, but I had a chance to see Kinnick Stadium. It is neat. And that new tradition at Kinnick Stadium where they salute the kids in the hospital, that that is phenomenal. That is, that is so awesome. That, that is as good as it gets in college football. So yeah, salute, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Iowa City is a cool town, and, and that is a great tradition they have started down there. And, and, and I do yeah. look forward to that. Yeah, that that is really – I'm glad you brought that up, Steve, because with all of the negativity and everything that we're talking – and again, we're talking about a game in terms of – where we feel that the Gophers are yep. in relation to can they beat the Iowa Hawkeyes at a game of football in Iowa. But then you, you look at how those fans turn around at the, the sick children and, oh. you know, and they're waving and you just see the, the faces of the kids and just to get that acknowledgement. I, I don't know how you can't at least look at that and say you you feel you feel good for the people that are doing it and especially for those kids that's their ray of sunshine for the the families and and yeah that's i don't know if there's anything that tops that in college football yeah, maybe in sports super tough road venue uh, the gophers have their hands full do they still have the pink state uh, the, the pink uh, locker rooms i i would assume so you know a tiny pink locker room now to me on the flip side is as cool as the salute to the kids in the hospital the pink lock, the tiny pink lock room. That's bush league. That that's. See, I don't that's, understand that's why that's childish. I, I don't understand why that's a big deal though. Like, why would people be upset about the color of a locker room? Well, I I don't care about the color. The fact that it's just absolutely tiny. Yeah. And major college football teams travel with like three hundred people. Um. Yeah. It, it, that that's bush league. I, I don't care what color it is. But see, I, 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 I kind of I like the pettiness, though. Like, if, if you no, can do, I don't. Really, I, see, if, if you can give yourself a home field advantage by making the other team uncomfortable. Now, if you're going to go to, like, you know, you don't have running water or, you know, things like that. I mean, that, that's different. Hey, they're uncomfortable already. They had to go to Iowa. And on that note, let's wow. take a break. Wow. Yeah, 14 minutes now in front of seven here at News Talk. 830-WCCO. There was a little breaking news for runners about an hour ago. Jason had it at the end of his show before he got out the door on a Friday afternoon. Uh, Star Tribune reported it first. Uh, the canceled Twin Cities Marathon and 10-mile participants will get full refunds. Uh, my wife did that once upon a time, a number of years ago. She trained. She did She did the twenty six. She finished. It was an unbelievable achievement. Uh, just absolutely incredible. So, once again, uh, they'll get their money back. Uh, full refunds on that. And, you know, it was a bad weather day. I know there are a lot of people that said, well, I'm going to run it anyway. I'm going to run the course. I trained. I'm going to go out and do it. But uh, uh, we'll try again next year. Uh, Brad Frost, Golden Gopher women's hockey coach. And for a number of years, talked to Brad on the weekend about his program and get an update. And hopefully we'll do that again a bit this season. Uh, has signed an extension that will keep him behind the bench. Uh, the uh, vaunted Golden Gopher women's hockey team through the 25-26 season. 
So so we got a nice extension. They play in a beautiful building, Ritter Arena. They've had a lot of success. But I will say this. When you are the University of Minnesota men's or women's hockey team, going into the year, the expectation is to compete and win, now and then, national championships. And hopefully they can get back there. A lot of wonderful players. But uh, just down the street in St. Paul, the University of St. Thomas is going to be a really tough customer. It, it is really impressive w- what they're doing over at St. Thomas because you, you kind of get a feel, and, and I'll call uh, a number of boys and girls hockey games in the winter months. And one of the things you do when you go out and you cover these teams is who are the commits and who are the top players around the metro area. St. Thomas is getting players. Uh, and the Golden Gophers and the Tommies went head-to-head at the X, and I, I think that's going to be a wonderful annual series. I think the X is a perfect spot for it. And it's a great show place because there are so many Minnesota kids in the men's and women's programs at these schools. But uh, St. Thomas is, I think, going to have a lot more success a lot sooner on the women's side than they will on the men's side. They're getting players over there. And when they finally get their new building, uh, it, it's it's going to be the real deal. And I think it's a great thing to have another D1 hockey program in here. But uh, tip of the cap to Brad. He's a really good guy, done a good job with the program. Uh, they, they, they've done a wonderful job. But I, I still feel like, and, and I would assume Brad – and all the young women in that program are saying, yeah, we want to win another title. Going into the year, that's the goal, and that's cool. Yeah, it, it is. And, and you know, I was talking with my father-in-law today. They're up from Missouri. And we were just kind of you know, talking about, you know, some of the sports and kind of how some of them are made better for TV and, you know, some, how some are, you know, better in person. I was talking about hockey and just how hockey up here and, you know, women's hockey and girls' hockey – in this state is just at, it's at another level than what I've seen in a lot of other states. And I, I, I think that, you know, when you call yourself the state of hockey, the self-proclaimed state of hockey, there's a certain level of expectations that you have to meet, but to kind of piggyback off of your St. Thomas thoughts, you know, when, when St. Thomas went from the MIAC jumped all the way up, like they skipped a lot of steps. And you're like, okay, well, yeah, this is nice. You got the money, but can can you compete? And all of a sudden, it's like if you can start recruiting some of those kids that used to go to the University of Minnesota, I feel like that's really where you start to make your mark. And once you start to carve into you know into that recruiting base, all of a sudden, it's not just the U of M. It is you know St. Thomas, and you know Brad Frost has done a remarkable job with that program. So if there's anybody I feel that can continue to try and you know continue to build that Gopher program, it's none other than Frosty. Like he's he's absolutely the the right guy at the right place for that job. Yeah, and he'll get a couple more years. But like I say, right down the street, there's pretty good competition. They are getting players, and uh, the women's game continues to grow. And one of his of former players, is now the head coach at Ohio State and and doing a phenomenal job. So uh, great talent, uh, good for Brad, uh, good for the women's game as it continues to grow at the highest levels. And uh, girls' hockey season cranking up here 
real quick here in the state of Minnesota. We got to run. We got a uh, break. We'll have all the news for you. And then we'll we'll talk uh, with music critic Ross Rayla from the Pioneer Press. He had a run in with Luke Bryan. We'll get into that coming up. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.